Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Listen, drop us a text or WhatsApp and let us know what you're doing. Uh, if you pranked any of your mates today, let us know. I got one or two ones today that were fairly good. But we gave, um, we gave Nobby, we rang Nobby and Crossy yesterday because no one would believe if we did it today. But we, yeah. we rang them and caught, caught them um, Cut them off off guard, and here was a, a little quick snippet from the call we'll play out a little bit later on with Nobby himself. Are you taking the piss? Yeah. I'm very excited to play that out a little later on. Oh, it was so good. In fairness, he's so nice. I thought he was going to explode, but yeah. uh, I don't know how he did it in the midst of everything and all the chaos that's going on. Uh, at the moment. I think we were about three seconds away from him literally flipping a table. Or him having a stroke and just going, oh, whoopsies. Sorry about that, Nobby. Bye, 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 bye. So we'll play that out about 20 past nine uh, this evening. And as we mentioned, it Down With That Sort Of Thing Careful Now is on at 20 to 10. And also Alison Spittle will be on. She is currently doing um, a few cool different things on Twitter at the moment. But we'll be chatting to her about uh, worst gigs and um, what she's doing during the uh, pandemic as we're all trying to find new ways to entertain each other and stay connected as we're, we're fairly far apart. But um, you may have heard the news, Saoirse, that Mr. Matt Damon was spotted running around Dublin. Do you know what? He's one of my favourite actors ever. And it's because, well, one, he's a brilliant actor, but he just seems like a really nice guy. Do you think so? Do you think he's a sound celebrity? Yeah, I do. I think he's probably one of the sounder ones. He has a smile that is just, you know, when you can tell when someone is just nice by their smile. Can you? Yeah, they're just normal and no airs of graces kind of thing. Well, what would be like an evil person smile? Like Dr. Evil say, with the finger on the lip, you're like, oh, there's something up with him. Not an evil smile, but like someone like Dwayne Johnson would have like a one of those kind of cheesy smiles where you know he's up to no good. You you think that Dwayne Johnson would not be a nice person? Then? I'm not saying he wouldn't be a nice person, but I wouldn't trust him now. Oh, really? I would have thought he seems yeah. he seems sound. But you're judging off the smile. Like I'm trying to think, if you're looking at someone, what's what's the smile of a sound person versus the smile of a bit of a, <clears throat> a bit of a see you next Tuesday? Well, I mean, look at Ben Affleck. He, you know, you wouldn't trust him either. Would you not? You know, yeah. Out of the two of them, I know they're really good friends and stuff, but. Yeah, you would definitely trust Matt before you trust Ben. Same thing for uh, Ant and Deck. Oh, which one of those is the evil one? Like, of course, Ant is the evil one. Really? And Deck is a nice one. Yeah, Deck would do no wrong. You're judging this off people's smiles. 
Yes, after smiles, yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, there's something to it. Okay, so Tara Murray's smile. Tara Murray is a gem, an absolute gem. Uh, there's just like certain celebrities that you just know are up to no good. Just off their smile. Yep. What, you, wow, you like to judge people a lot. And you know what the interesting thing is? It always comes out in the end. Well, maybe you're just to, maybe you're just looking for it. or doing other stuff. Okay, so would you say I'm trying to think now, right? Would you say that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is a bit of a like, yeah, and I love him. By the way, he's one of the most gorgeous men on the planet, but I wouldn't trust him. Listen, I just wouldn't trust him. Can you can you judge someone based <laughs> off their smile? Like, do you think is seriously has she lost her mind, or is that something they'd be able to tell? Like, if you cut out someone's face, right? If you just looked, if you cut off the top of their head, obviously a picture, not their actual head, but it yeah. cut out and just looked at someone's smile. Are you telling me you'd be able to tell whether they were a decent human being or a scumbag? I think so. Yeah. That's weird. I think so. There's certain people that just, they just glow with niceness. I don't even know how to describe it. There's other people that you can't really tell and then there's people you can tell straight off that are just not good. That's so strange. So I'm trying when to think I of- say not good, I mean that I wouldn't trust, that might be a little bit sly or might cheat on you or that kind of thing. So you can have a sly, unfaithful smile. Yep. This is insane. What goes on in women's brains if they lead to these conclusions? He's a really <laughs> good job. He's a great body. He, uh, you know, he's got a, you know, really gets on well with his family and all that, but he's a dodgy smile, so I think you should get rid of him. Yeah. He really? no good. Yeah. Ah, lads. Women are the same, though. You can tell a girl as well. You I'm not te- saying I'm angelic. You can, so you can I'm not tell. I'm saying I'm one of those people. <laughs> so what does, what does my smile say about me? The, the, the few See, times I smile in here. Exactly. You don't really smile. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You can't really tell with you. Well, that's depressing, isn't it? That's what I said. There's some people you're not sure of, but there's people that will just ooze niceness. And you know the type of people we're talking about. I could name a few people that we both know. Go on, go on. Just, okay, you know Dave, who used to work with us, Dave O'Gara. Yeah. Lovely guy. He's got the nicest smile ever. So can you like apply this to, let's say, what about Simon Harris? What does his smile say about him? <laughs> he was on the show during the week. If you were chatting to him and he said, Simon... Based on your smile, you're X type of person. See, Simon doesn't seem to smile too often. Well, he's a busy man the last few days. Yeah, he's he's got nothing really to so smile I, about, I in fairness. Be able to, yeah, I wouldn't be able to tell with him. What about but Leo, like, say Michael Leo D. Radker? Higgins. Okay, well, Michael D. Higgins, he, everything about him, he's just... He's, he just has a genuine smile. Leo Radker, again, he doesn't really smile that often, or I wouldn't really trust him. <laughs> no. Are you trying to say that there's something wrong with the politicians in this country, that they're not trustworthy? <laughs> I don't know, Cormac. I don't know any. How many more brown envelopes do you need to get before you're going to start trusting politicians in this country, lads? Come on. (laughs) They're having a hard time. I can't be alone in this. Someone else out there knows what I'm talking about. Dean has just uh, messaged in. Saoirse is dead right. You can tell by someone's smile if they're really nice or not. Are we serious? Yeah. 100%. Okay, I'm I'm trying to think now of other, let's say, well-known people who might be known for being... uh, Who's your man who played Pirates of the Caribbean? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. His smile. No, I wouldn't trust him. Is Not it because there's like a little cocky kind of smirk? Is it more like a smirk over a smile where they're kind of thinking, going, I, yeah, I can I do th- what I want? I think when they have that big smile, they just don't have anything to hide or something. Whereas when they're smirking or they're just trying really hard to be someone they're not, then you don't trust them because they have an agenda. 
telling you. Gary has said, she's locked up too long. Open a window for some fresh air. <laughs> Gary, I think you're 100% dead right. If you Did saw... I was thinking earlier on, I left my heating on in the spare room full blast overnight. Oh, disgusting. Oh, I mean, I came into a greenhouse. I swear to God. And I had my dressing gown on. And then we were talking, doing, you know, an interview thing earlier on. And I swear to God, I nearly passed out. So maybe I do need to open a window. Maybe you do. Uh, Gary, I think you are 100% dead right. She's been uh, locked away from civilization too much. Were you out? Did you go outside at all today? No, oh. didn't go outside. Were you again. outside yesterday? Uh, I went to Tesco yesterday oh, and grand, queued up okay. for a half an hour. Oh, the queue's that bad? Uh, yeah. What time was that? At? Pretty bad. One o'clock in the day. Oh, God. Yeah, and there was people shouting in the queue. Oh, no. You know, it was it was pretty bad. So I decided to stay in today. Can't use your copper's gold card at a Tesco, can you? And walk and go, sorry, sorry, I have a gold card. Can I skip the queue? <laughs> they're, they're doing guest uh, lists. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think they care about that no, anymore. Not anymore. Okay. So. Right, so evil smiles. I'm intrigued now to try and think of uh, evil smile. Does Nobby have an evil smile? No, Nobby has a lovely smile. What about Jim Jim? Lovely smile. Most people we work with have lovely You're only smiles. saying that because we work with them. They're, listen, you're at home. You don't have to see them for the next couple of weeks, so it's fine. Spill the beans. Emma, True. Emma Nolan, does she have an evil smile? She has a lovely smile, yeah. Big big smile. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very good, authentic. Good. Yeah. Um, right. That's There's no one that doesn't right, in there. That's interesting. Can we you have tell? a lot of actors that are a bit dodgy now. Mm, yeah, there is. If you think, if yeah. If, if, is there any other ways that you judge someone? Um, I think you can judge a lot of someone off uh, their walk. Really? I think you can tell a lot about a person off how they walk, yeah. Like, because uh, you know, you know, the extreme weird. end of things, this extreme end of things, you can see when someone's being real aggro. You know, someone who's just out for a fight and a night out, they're always walking, like they're uneasy. Yeah, they're yeah. just kind of tense and clenched up. And then someone who's a little bit more laid back, doesn't care about life, will take an hour to walk down the path. You know, that kind of way? No, I wouldn't judge anyone on their walk. I wouldn't really notice that. But yeah, it's all in the face, it's all in the eyes. Or, or the smile. lips, as you say. Yeah. Right. Where you? Have a look the next time when you're when you're meeting someone for the first time or you go away and you go, there's something about that person that I just don't trust. You'll realise that they have a dodgy smile. <laughs> there you go. Dodgy smile. Will you shout out to Daryl and his ma in the house having a few drinks. We enjoy the show every night. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Hi, Daryl. Hi, Daryl. Hope you're having a good evening. Uh, we're going to be doing, as we mentioned, we kind of got sidetracked there. Matt Damon, nice smile. Uh, he's a nice guy, but he's been spotted in Dublin. If you've seen him about... No, he's over in Kalini, is it? Nice, fancy, posh place I of Dublin. I think he is in Kalini, yeah. Now, is he with his family or is he here on work? Yeah, I don't know. He's stuck here for the foreseeable future. Anyway, so Matt Damon, if you're listening, get in touch. Drop us a text. Let us know how you're getting on. You can call the station. Oh, one six seven nine seven one zero four. We'd love to get you on. What are you doing here, Matt? And if you've seen him, have you got any snaps with him? I mean, it'd be kind of a bit weird. I hate taking, you know, it's kind of rude. Let him, let him be hiding out here if he wants. But has no, anyone seen him? certain people that you'd have to just fangirl over, and he's one of them. Oh, really? You'd oh, lose God, your mind yeah. over it. I'd lose my mind. I'd be jumping on his back and everything. Right. Just to uh, just to celebrate the fact that he's here and keep ourselves occupied. Uh, you know, he's you're a big fan of his series as well. We're going to do a bit of a, a Matt Damon quiz, a Matt Damon movie quiz, right? So if you want to get involved, Matt and your name to 087-67-97104. Can you give us the first question you have there? Yes. How old is Matt Damon? Ah, come on. Yeah. I mean, he looks great, but I'm sure with the, all the uh, weird Hollywood treatments that they have, he might be a few years older than what he is. How old is Matt Damon? That's an interesting question. 87 If you want to get involved, let us know. 
FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Time. Now we're going to do a bit of a Matt Damon quiz. Mm-hmm. Now I started off with one that I want people to just guess. Reason being because I think he looks great for his age. I'm going to say, you ask, so the first question on our Matt Damon quiz, because he's been spotted in Dublin, you may or may not have heard, Matt Damon is floating around here, and he'll be stuck here for the foreseeable future, by the way. Yeah, uh, so if you are around Kalini, maybe go for a jog, and you might bump into him. I wonder why if he's staying in a big, massive mansion out there. I'd say he is, yeah. Right, what's Matt doing? Uh, Matt Watch. Anyway, um, to, to just because the fact that he's here, he's you know very good actor, favourite of, of Sirius and myself. We'll do a little Matt, Matt Damon quiz. And the first question was, how old is Matt Damon? Now, I'm going to say... Like he's in his fifties. Ah, here. I'm gonna okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna say he's the same age as you. Forty-seven. <laughs> Shut up! I'm not forty-seven. There's people listening here that actually think because you keep saying it that I am forty-seven. To I know. For people have messaged saying I look great for forty-seven. <laughs> I'm not. Thank God. Um, You're not looking great. Well, I'm not looking great, and I'm not forty-seven. <laughs> they don't go hand in hand. Um, any ideas? I'm gonna say forty-seven. Oh, you're going to stick with 47? Oh, yeah, stick with 47, yeah. Okay, did anyone else guess? Uh, we had uh, 49 from Daryl, um, 41 from Sandra. Brian has said 38. Ah, he's definitely over 38, isn't he? Yes, someone just got the nail on the head. Oh, who got it right? Daryl. 49? He is 49, yeah. Oh, two years, so he's 50 next year. He's going to be 50 next well, year. Or this he year, whenever incredible. his birthday is. 49, yeah. Matt Damon. 49. Wow, okay. Give us a second question there. Okay. Which movie did not co-star both Matt Damon and Ben Affleck? Now, I'm going to give you four movies. Goodwill Hunting, School Ties, Shakespeare in Love, or Dogma? I have only seen one of those movies. I don't think I've seen Dogma. So, which movie did not co-star both Matt Damon and Ben Affleck? So, what were the four movies again? So, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. School Ties. Shakespeare in Love or Dogma? What was? Can you remember what was Dogma about? I'm not going to tell you because I might give it away. <sighs> Goodwill Hunting, I know for a fact, has the two of them in it. Did you like that film? Yeah, it was a great film. Boston. Very hard accent okay, to well, nail. Ba- they, Boston, they were definitely Boston. both in that one. Yeah. I will give you that. I'm just making noises with my mouth. It's not Boston at all. <laughs> can you do a Boston accent? I can't do any accent. I'm terrible. Boston. Like, oh. Like they they kind of they emphasise the or, the A's and the O's, don't they? Boston. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt it. Carnage? Like, it's kind of like... No, now I'm going to sound like a weird New Jersey person. Anyway, Boston, difficult one. So, he's definitely in that. So, the other three were Dogma, Shakespeare, what? Shakespeare in Love or School Ties. Or A, B, C, or D. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the Shakespeare one. Shakespeare in Love. And yeah. you will be correct. Woo! Yes. Yes. So that is the only film that they both did not star in. Okay, we're going to move on to the third question. What Lovely. movie released in the 90s featured both Matt Damon and Jude Law? Very famous film. In the 90s? Yeah. Oh, lads. Any idea? Oh, I know. What is it? I know, I know. Did it also have Kate Winslet in it? Uh, no, damn it. No, no. no. I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of 
Another movie. Uh, I won't say it in case you have it for any other questions. Damn it. Jude Law. You, I can't even picture Jude Law on my face. You have to get this one. This is huge. A 90s movie. 90s movie. What movie released in the 90s featured both Matt Damon and Jude Law? Were they in it or voicing characters in it? They were in it. Oh. Oh. How do you not know this one? You do know this one. Uh. Oh, I have no idea. Gwyneth Paltrow was in it as well. Oh, God. Kate Blanchett. No? You giving up? Don't, don't tell me. Leave that one there. We'll come back to that. Okay. What height is Matt Damon? 6'1". No, he's not. Is he taller? No, he's smaller. Uh, I, I always thought he was way smaller than this, by the way. He, he, he strikes me as a Tom Cruise small. Oh, do you think so? Yeah, he's not, but... I mean, he's not far off, it really. I'm going to say, is he a uh, fool? Uh, Kieran has WhatsApp in saying 5'11". Good evening, Kieran. how are you? Oh, very close. Oh, I don't want to say, is it higher or lower? It's lower. Oh, he's smaller than that. Yeah. Hmm. He's not 5'11". But he's not far off. <laughs> Any idea? No, no, I would have, well, 5'10". Yeah, he is 5 foot 10 inches. Oh, right. Which is quite small, isn't it? 5'10". Yeah. Correct and right. Who got that right? Um, oh, I forget who. who someone just texted five ten. Bang on, uh, Amy. Good evening. What's the story? Amy has also said, "Are you guys in the same place?" Who me and you? Yeah. No. With the magic of technology, uh, I am in the studio, and we are socially distancing and physically distancing. And you are back at home. I am at home in my spare bedroom. Yeah. In in the corner. <laughs> Literally in the corner. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how is that to broadcast in? You know? How is that to work from? Um, I mean, I've never really used this room before, so it's a bit strange going into it every day. But no, it's fine. I mean, right. you know. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's Anya, not Amy. Oh, my apologies. My apologies. Just there was a previous message that said shout out to Amy. So there you go. Anya, good evening. Cut in scale. What's the crack? How are you surviving? Uh, five. So Matt, uh, Matt Damon is 5'10". Right. Okay. Uh, what else? What are the, the next one there? Okay. What, which of Johnny Depp's partners did he used to go out with as well? Ah... Uh, Oh, yeah. God, and useless to that kind of stuff. I know, but... I have no idea that. who Matt Damon has ever been romantically involved with. Is okay, he still I'm with this person? You... No, he's not. Okay. I'm going to give you a huge hint. Go on. This woman, this lady, yeah, was such an influence on Johnny Depp that she got... Sorry, he got her name tattooed on him. And obviously when they split up, he had to... <laughs> Go back to the go tattoo parlour and go, eh, sorry, would you mind getting rid of this, please? Yeah. Oh, so which no. of Johnny Depp's partners did he also go out with? Oh, God, I have no idea. Hold off on that one as well. Absolutely no idea. So if you any idea of the answer, will you? WhatsApp it in, 87 um, or give us a call and we know what's going on. Right, weird. Uh, okay, what's next? What was his first film? What was Matt Damon's first film? 19, yeah, 1988. These are really like higher level Matt Damon questions. Well, they're not really like. Oh, they're our first film. If you're a fan of Matt Damon. Is his first film a famous film? You would definitely know it. I think. You should know it. 
Right, okay. You're gonna have to, I have no idea. You're going to have to give me the, the next one there. Okay. What's the name of his production company he set up with? with ah, ben Affleck? damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. You know this one? I can tell. No, I definitely don't. Definitely don't know this one. Okay, you're absolutely terrible. Okay, I'll get this one. He played a spy in which series? Oh, yeah, I know that one. And then the the other guy took over for a movie or two. Then he came back. The Born Identity series. Yes. Hey, there was the Born okay. Identity. What was it? The Born Ultimatum and the Born Supremacy, was it? Yeah, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Points for me. Thanks very much. Okay, now we have to go back. What's the name of his production company that he set up with Ben Affleck? I have no idea. What is the name of the production company? Live Planet. I would never have gotten that in a bazillion years. A ton of great films. Um... What was his first film in 1988? Hang on, can I just see if someone has gotten this correct? The first film, was that with Julia Roberts? I'm saying nothing. Because Derek... The first film, Derek, the first film that he actually had a scene in. So listen, Derek, Derek, our friend who got a second on the uh, self-isolation race leaderboard, no one has beaten second place either. Derek, by the way. Um, he is saying, is Derek right? He is saying Mystic... Pizza? Yes, it is, Mr. Where, Pizza. How did you... Listen, Derek, did you Google that? Because, my God, I've never heard of that movie ever. Go watch it. What's Mystic Pizza about? It's brilliant. You'll have to... He only has a tiny, tiny role in it, but it's uh, it's very good. I did miss a question here, by the way, but you're probably not going to guess that one either. So there's no point in even going there. Uh, which of Johnny Depp's partners did he used to go out with? Okay, Neve, and I think... Uh, has has Anya gotten this as well? Anya might have gotten this as well. Um, okay. <laughs> Dermot has said they both dated Tina Turner. Is that no, who you're on they, about? I don't know if they dated <laughs> Tina Turner. She's far too old for both of them. Hey, listen, no. let's not be ageist now. Let's not be ageist. No, it's not her, no. Okay. Then, is it... it I'm pretty is, sure Johnny Depp was married to, to this woman. Matt Neve, Damon wasn't. Neve, you better be right now. Neve is saying that they were both going out with her involved with Winona Ryder? Yes, they were. Okay. There you go. Thank you for Ryder. that, ladies. Appreciate that. I, I didn't and know Johnny that either. Depp famously had Winona Fore- Forever. Uh, did he actually? He did, yeah. No. Which is a bit awkward. That's, that's, yeah, that's really a lovely thing to do. I can see the thing to do at the time, but like... You just be like, okay, careful now. Yeah, Get a rub on, one of those stencil things. <laughs> or a henna. <laughs> or just don't. Yeah, just don't. Don't be tacky. Yeah. Right. Um, okay, so what movie released in the 90s featured both Matt Damon and Jude Law? I feel like you know this one. I don't I don't think so. Do you want me to give it to you? Okay, a few people texting in saying it was the talented Mr. Ripley. Yes, it was. Oh, was that it? That was it. Uh, ding, ding, ding. You I've, were absolutely terrible. I've never that. seen that movie. It's a really good film as well. I've never seen that movie. Right. Um, well, there we go. If we keep it, keep your eye out for Matt. Although, hang on. It'll really, only if you're in a two-kilometer radius of Kalini, keep your eye out for Matt. I don't know if uh, we've many people who are living in big, rich manson, mansions down in Kalini who are listening to us. But if you are, stick your head out of the West Wing and uh, ponder over your lawns and go, is that Matt Damon? Well, the good Hello? thing is, I mean, Matthew? if you live nearby... You know, if you're within the two-kilometre radius, you might find them. Yep, there you go. Uh, let us know. Anyway, on the way next, uh, we're going to be playing out this full... Sorry, this full phone call. Are you taking the piss? Yeah. <laughs> you f***ing <laughs> You f***ing <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we also got Crossy 
and we also got uh, we got Crossy and we got Nobby. Um, we pranked him yesterday just to keep them on the hop, and we'll play those calls. Those both of those calls out for you next here on F one hundred four. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. Or are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. I can't wait for this. So yesterday we decided to call Crossy and Nobby and say we uh, we did something stupid and we risked taking the entire station off air. Now, just to put this in context... Um, it is April Fool's Day, by the way. Today is obviously... Yeah. didn't realise. But we, we did this yesterday to try and uh, make sure that the lads didn't cop on. But just to give you an idea of the, the pressure the lads are on in here at the moment. So Crossy and Nobby and there's two other people, I'd say, Stephen and, and Kean, who are the tech guys, right? They have been flat out I would say working 20-hour days for the last couple of days, just trying to make sure that the systems are good to go for people like Tara and Em and Ben who are all working from home and that everything's done and dusted. So the last thing that they would want to have happen is something that would go wrong with the desk that might risk taking the studios uh, off air and taking the station off air. So we called Crossy and we called Nobby and we'll play out Crossy's call first, all right? So we gave him a ring and told him that we did something stupid in the studio. Um, And here's how we got on. Hello. Come here, man. You busy? No. What's up? I can't get through to Stephen or Nobby, but a bit of a f**k up in here. I'm after spilling a can of coke over the desk, and it's after oh, and it's after dying on me, and I can't get through to them. And I'm like, what can we do? Oh, jump into the next studio. Swap it over to the next no, studio. No, but, but the tower's on there at the moment. Oh. It's f**king dead, and there's a little bit of like smoke coming out of one of the faders, so I think it's after short or something. I'd say get Nobby or Stephen. Is there any um, way, will, will I just leave it and then not say anything? <laughs> You're not on that other radio station now. <laughs> the big dogs here. <laughs> no, ring keen. I don't know what to say. I've had about three glasses of wine, so I can't even go into it. Um, what if we say it was like Emma or something? <laughs> Get away. You can't do that. Oh God! Is there any way to turn this on or off? I know. I literally, I didn't even think. I was rushing in to get an interview done and just knocked it over. And then I was like, "Oh shit!" You're an idiot. Um, gee, I, I actually don't know. I don't know. And you know, like you can't get. Uh, there's nobody around at the minute. Like we used that studio tomorrow, and there's no other. I think all Jim's bits are saved on it. Yeah, oh, what are you going to tell them that? Oh uh, no, no. <laughs> You're an idiot. I don't know why I'm laughing because I'll have to deal with it in the morning when I go into work. Oh, you idiot. Um, I would say give Keen a call if you can't get through to Stephen. They're going to kill you. Like, you're all f- of all times for this to happen. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know what you're going to do. I really don't. And I shouldn't be laughing because... You're, you're too happy like, about this, Crossy. We're only messing. Oh, you're in Oh my God! You're I was in my head seriously. trying to be positive because I could hear the I could hear the nervousness in your in your um, voice. I was Very like, okay, need to be positive about this. Need to pretend that I'm you, drunk. You, you, were me- <laughs> you were meant to lose your head, Crossy, and go, "You're an idiot." <laughs> All I was thinking was when you were saying I had three glasses of wine. I was like, we're going to have to take that out. <laughs> no, we're not. They're responsible glasses of wine. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's oh, all good. Oh so my good. God, you. Beckers. <sighs> I was cursing there. Oh, sure, look, we were all cursing. We all had to sell it. You know what I mean? I had to... <laughs> have you, you were going to tell you, like, you're dead. You're actually dead. <laughs> have you rang anyone else? No, just I'm, I'm going to ring Nobby and say the same thing, so I can't get through to Stephen. See, Nobby's been in about eight meetings today <laughs> over the phone with people with bad internet. So I'd say if oh, I rang shit. Nobby to say that I am... Um, tore a piece of paper that I wasn't supposed to, I think you'd go mad. So good luck with that one. Right, so uh, he took it better than expected. He did, actually. Listening back to it, he did kind of get more panicked as the call went on. <laughs> like, he was he was thinking about it then. It was like, 
the start was funny and then the realisation of him coming in the morning and everything hitting the, the fan. Proverbial hitting the fan good. and then game over. So uh, we gave Nobby a ring straight after that and here's what he had to say. Hello? Hello? Nobby? Yeah. I tried, to get, I tried to get through to Stephen there and I don't really know how to say this but I'm after doing a bit of a fuck up and spilling coke all over the desk and it's after dying. Now, is it the whole thing is after the, the numbers are after going and ever? I'm just wondering, do I need to plug out now or end because I couldn't get through to them? Which desk is this? The big the, studio? The big studio one, yeah. I just came in for a, a pre record and I'll kind of coke me and just. Um, just try and mop it up anyway as best you can. Where 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 on the desk is it over? It's over the the the, the right hand side. So there's the stinger, the C and D and A and B. The whole thing's dead now though. But there's a little bit of I don't know if a fuse has gone or anything. But there's a small bit of like smoke coming out on the faders, and I'm like, do I need to get like the extinguisher or something and throw it out or? Right, I need to go and try and get forward. Just just. Uh is there anything you want me to do? Is there anything I can plug out under the desk or anything? Like, if I plug out... No, there's no, there's, no, there's no plugs as such for those desks. I mean, is, is it right? Like, is, I'm just saying, is it that bad? Just because, like, it was a Coke Zero, so is that okay? Are you taking the piss? Yeah. You fucking <laughs> You fucking <laughs> <m-er>. You, <laughs> <laughs> you took like, that far too calmly, but Damn it, Nobby, you're far too relaxed and calm. You needed to blow a gasket. Well, I'm trying to be, you know, the boss. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Calm. Oh, Happy my God. Happy April Fool's. My, my head was like, how am I going to explain this to Stephen? As, as a limited resource as we are. Yeah. And now the f***ing ears is after pouring a f***ing can of coke. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> well, listen, thanks for that. Uh, is that recorded now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll send it on to me. I might use it tomorrow morning for the content. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he took it far better than I thought he was. Oh, when you started saying it's Coke Zero, is that okay? I actually was about to explode laughing. I said, there's no calories what in did it. you expect him to say? Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> oh, it's only Coke Zero. Don't worry about it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was full fat Coke it. there, yeah. God, you get a get a 7-Up Zero and there you go. <laughs> My God. Oh, genius. Um, yeah, so that's took it. Nobby and Crossy, well done. He's took it far better than I thought. Far, far better colleagues to work with, you know. In other places, we would have been sacked. It, it wouldn't have even mattered that it was a joke. We would have been out I, the door. Good luck, Steve. I think, though, if he had hung up and rang Stephen and Stephen told him the severity of this, which he knew already, I think he'd get a swift phone call back and that would have been a good one to record. Oh, God, yeah, a nice angry one. Yeah, that yeah. would have been impressive. Uh, listen, if you have any other good ones that you've done today, uh, send it on 0876797104. Still to come on the show, a woman with the largest hips in the world, also someone who studies weird, creepy furries. I shouldn't say they're creepy or weird. They're a bit odd and strange. People who like to dress up and live their lives as animals. Their alter egos are as animals. That is all on the way. But next, some of the strangest stories from around the world. It's down with that sort of thing. Careful now. Next year in F104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Just got a text in there from uh, Suzanne. Good evening, Suzanne. Uh, she said, I told my other half that certain football games were on this weekend behind closed doors and there was a special showing of Soccer Saturday. And he was in such a mood at me because it was an April Fool's joke. Oh, oh my God. Oh, that's mean. Although it's kind <laughs> of funny too. I do Especially love it. That's funny. 
quarantined and isolated and whatever and he was stuck in anyway. Mm-hmm. So he's probably like, yes. Well, at least I'm watching a bit of football in. now. Happy days. No. <sighs> Listen, good one. Uh, is he back talking to you yet, Suzanne? You can let us know. Or has he snuck out and fled the country? <laughs> you can drop us a WhatsApp and let us know. Still to come, Alison Spill will be on later on My Worst Gig after 11 o'clock. Also, a woman who studies furries. That's people who like to dress up and act and behave like uh, different forms of animals. So that'll all be on the way very shortly. Now... Don't with this sort of thing. Careful now. FM 104. Yeah, a lot of weird stuff going on in the world, as per usual. A lot of weird stuff. Although someone apparently won the lotto today. Oh, uh, the Irish lotto? Yeah, and I don't know if it's an April Fool's or not, but uh, if you did, I'm very jealous. Oh, the only saving grace is, if you won the lotto today, you probably, I don't know, could you go down and collect it, but um, you couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't buy it. No, you couldn't. Imagine winning the lotto now and you're like, oh, sorry, you can't do it. Well, you could go down to the shop and buy the shop. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. Happy days. <laughs> if you wanted. Thank you very much. Uh, buy the shop. Um, but, you know, so it's saving grace there. You wouldn't want to win the lotto on lockdown. Well, see, you would because it'll give you time to think about what you're going to do with the money. I suppose you wouldn't go out wasting it on buying yachts and cars and... No. Caps and Kleine. be a bit sensible. Near Matt Damon. Um, right, okay, we'll crack on. This is uh, the, the uh, news from around the world that's a little bit... Um, a little bit odd and strange that we'll share with you this evening. The first one is of a high-speed police chase that happened in Washington State on Sunday um, where a man was arrested under suspicion of being under the influence of alcohol and driving. So there was like a big 10-car police chase involved. And when they finally stopped the car and the car crashed, who was in the driver's seat? If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, I, I don't know. A dog? Yes, a dog. So, what? 
I was thinking the most random thing that could be in the passenger sorry, driving the car. Yeah. So the the, the a police officer who was involved in the chase itself said he saw the man's pit bull in the driver's seat. The car was doing 109 miles an hour, right? It's very, that's about what, like 130, 40, is it? Anyway, um, very, very fast speeds. And the driver was apparently in the passenger seat. So he got hammered. Here's what I think happened. He got hammered. He sat in the passenger seat because then he's like, well, you know, I'm not technically driving. And uh, the dog was in the driver's seat hitting the pedals and he was <gasps> trying to steer the steering wheel. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he must been sitting on them. Uh, yeah, well, he was he was doing something anyway. So the pit bull was dr- apparently driving this car. It went up and hit a path. It crashed into a few things and they eventually had to hit the hit the spikes. Um, but, yeah, the uh, he, he could, apparently he's trying to get away with it by saying he was just trying to teach his dog how to drive. But they actually all survived. The dog and himself. Everyone was fine. Everyone was grand. Yeah. But, um... He was teaching his dog how to drive. That's totally legit. Yeah. And, uh, we've all done it, haven't we? We've all taken the cat and the dog into the car and kind of gone, there, yeah. and it was about time you learned how to look <laughs> after yourself, take yourself down to the vet. You're about 17 in dog years anyway. <laughs> well able. You're legally allowed to do this. Now, this next story, I'm not sure this may be this may be BS, right? Because a couple of people over in the UK have been spotted dressing up as bushes and walking down to their local shops. Oh. Okay. But, oh, they're trying to get out and trying to get away with it by pretending they're a bush. But I'm pretty sure still over in the UK you're you know you're allowed to go down to the shops. So this exploded on TikTok over the over the weekend, right? Somebody put it up where they saw their neighbors dressing up in bush costumes and sneaking down out of their house down the road and going to the shops. And a few places have picked up on this kind of going, "Oh my god, it's unreal." But um yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like, this, this video on TikTok has gotten 700,000 views. And it's like here. You're, we're on lockdown, but you're allowed to go to the shop. So I'm going to call BS on this. So you don't think there's a need to be buying a bush outfit and pretending you're a tree or you're a bush, is what uh, you're saying? Uh, that, that's exactly what I'm saying, yeah. I don't think... Uh... Would it be worth doing that as well? I mean, I'd probably just, you know, go out to the garden or... Stand outside the front door if yeah. I wasn't allowed to go anywhere. You wouldn't really go to the effort of dressing up uncomfortably and having to stand in one place. Yeah, no, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. So uh, that, is, that has been uh, doing the rounds, but you're allowed down to the shops. It would be a different story if they raided a pub in Blanche or Finglas and then everyone was in bush costumes and tried to pretend as if they weren't people. <laughs> I'm like, hang on, I thought I heard. I thought I heard. <laughs> no, no, these are just, we're just moving some plants in here now. Very, very drunk plants that are... Uh, Oh, I'll congregate and that'll work. Uh, now, over to Malaysia. And again, apologies. This is all COVID-related. My, my, my do, sincerest apologies. There's not a lot else being reported on. But um, Malaysia, an official group in Malaysia, the Malaysian Women's Ministry, which is a government department, has, has after uh, coming under a bit of fire, they've had to apologise because they were issuing a lot of uh, public information and guidance for people on what to do during the lockdown in Malaysia. And one of the things they said to do was specifically aimed at women, and they asked women to not be nagging their husbands during lockdown. <laughs> wow. Imagine that came into effect here. Oh, it'd be, be uproar. It'd be magic. It'd be magic. So this is the official, like, women's ministry, a government body. Imagine the HSC coming out tomorrow. Dr. Tony Houlihan kind of going, and ladies, which is mine, just giving it a rest just for one night. Stop nagging. He'll bring the oh bins out tomorrow. He'll clean up after himself then. He just wants a game with the lads on the PS4 and leave them alone.
he'd end up in the bin. He, he would end <laughs> up in the bin. So the ministry had to come out and apologise after all of this went around. It's really something out of like a 1960s home ec book that they were going. So it's horrific. Some of, the, some of the things they said was, one, to stop nagging. Uh, they asked women to refrain from being sarcastic if they needed help with household chores. They also said, um, uh, advised women and get this the, the feminists will love this another woman another uh, poster that was doing the rounds in Malaysia advised women working at home to wear makeup and dress neatly rather than rather than in casual clothes oh my god I can't believe that's 2020 2020 ladies and gentlemen maybe we should bring it in over here that is ladies are you no nagging words. your husband please stop who is in charge of this yeah well there you go that is horrific. Unbelievable. So, uh, again, there was a big protest. They had to come out and apologise. And uh, the apology said, uh, We apologise if some of the tips we shared were inappropriate and touched on the sensitivities of some parties. Oh, well, thank you for that. <laughs> Does that mean it's not coming into effect? They can wear their tracksuits and they can do whatever they want. Uh, maybe they just apologise. But they're like, no, you still have to uh, adhere to the new policy guidelines. Keep your social distancing, but keep your nagging to a minimum as well. Thank you very much. Look after your husband and just shut up. Yeah, maybe you can look after himself for once. Right. Exactly. Um, uh, strippers have been put to good use over in uh, Portland, over in the United States. So, obviously, strip clubs are another place that can't open due to the lockdown at the moment and the spread. You know, uh, money holds the virus for a long time. Social contacts, you know, putting money that's been touched by thousands of other people across the course of a week or two, putting those dollar bills into the thong of a stripper is probably not the most hygienic thing you can do. No, I don't think it is, actually, no. You know, even if you were spraying the money and even if they, you were wearing gloves. Even in general, like, coronavirus aside, if you think about it, that's that's pretty nasty. You it? think about how many how many different people have touched the fiver or the tenor in your pocket. It all gets a little bit disgusting and you turn into a hypochondriac. But anyway, a lot of obviously all of the strip clubs have had to shut down. But uh, the Lucky Devil Lounge over in Portland has teamed up with a food delivery company and now they're using their strippers to deliver food. And are the strippers happy with this? Yeah, they're delighted they're getting a bit of money. Now, I don't think a strip comes with your food delivery, so they don't, like, leave the bag of chips in the trio at your door and just do a strip in the garden. That'd be extra, but they're doing something. I can imagine that the girls are all wearing bikinis, delivering the food. They're wearing very, very short hot pants, um, skimpy tops, and knee-high boots. Okay, so they're dressed kind of like... Dressed for work in a little yeah. bit. Casual oh. work, I suppose. It's not They're not going around in tongs or anything, but very... Uh, very provocative, sexy, revealing clothes. So they're doing that in Portland, Oregon at the moment and uh, they're keeping themselves in business and hopefully trying to, you know, stay afloat. So that's how the strippers are surviving in the current pandemic. Well, I can imagine actually that there'd be more people getting takeaways. Yeah, there would be, wouldn't there? There would, yeah. Just even to check out the delivery people. Mm. Possibly. Yeah. Men and women, I'm sure. Um, male strippers too <laughs> yeah any gigolos out there that are looking for a bit of extra work <laughs> sign up for Uber Eats and Uber Strips now apparently you can do a little strip in the hallway and get an extra five or job done happy days uh, so that is that that's how strippers are surviving in the current pandemic uh, we mentioned this briefly last week as well but other people who have been negatively affected by the pandemic is drug, drug cartels all over the world and it turns out that the Sinaloa cartel which operates in Mexico, is unable to meet its demand and is unable to produce various different drugs because they cannot get any chemicals to make methamphetamine. So they're unable to get fentanyl um, and a few other of the uh, a few other the, the ingredients that they need to make these drugs because China is on lockdown and that's where they've been getting their meth and fentanyl from and they can't get it. So they're kind of grinded to a halt. So I wonder how they're passing their time. 
And I wonder what, like, like weirdly enough... It's a full-time job and you're constantly in trouble. That's what I mean. You can't even be in trouble. So that's what I mean. How are drug organisations continuing? Like, has drug dealing and drug taking halted? And a lot of people obviously think that's a good thing. Some people who might be... But, like, I'm trying to think, if you're addicted to heroin, you can't just go... Some people can't just go cold turkey. You know that kind of way? No. Uh, yeah. Is that an issue? But how are... Uh, do, do like the drug cartels issue emails around about hygiene and safety in their drug labs going guys guys <laughs> just while we're in the middle of the pandemic we're going to keep business as usual but you have to keep to the world health organization guidelines if you're going to be making your cocaine you need to make it two meters apart from the next person uh, you can't be uh, touching anyone you can't be moving anything um so yeah it'll be it they, it'll be a little bit interesting to see what what happens with that because all of the flights are completely grounded as well for a lot of the countries so getting stuff in and out of places must be like literally impossible. I'd say they have a lot of money though to be um, sitting on for the time being. I mean, they just count their piles and piles and piles of cash. Kind of go right. That's all we can do now for the time being. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there the the lockdown in China has affected even the drug cartels who do not know how to work. And the final story this evening is of a woman who is after leaving her married, leaving her husband for somebody she met on an online video game. Now, I've heard of this happening before. I've heard of people cheating on their partners with someone that they met through a video game. Really? As in, like, they met up in the real world or they just started uh, in, in Sims 2, just started humping up against each other in the <laughs> virtual bedroom, going, oh, exactly. this is so cool. I assume that, it, this was going back a few years, but I assume it was, uh, you know, you're playing video games with someone and you're getting on really well with them as well. Obviously, you're, you have a joint interest in what you're doing. Yeah. And then suddenly it's like, oh, what's your name in real life? And you look them up and then suddenly you see each other and you like each other and then that's it. So it's probably like any other cheating. Yeah. I can see how that would happen. Yeah, you kinda, you're spending more time on the game and it's just a game, but then you start developing feelings for this random person. So you might have uh, played the game Second Life. Now, I've never played Second Life myself, but this 37-year-old woman, Kelly Sexton was her name. She's from the UK. She started playing Second Life and then was, as it says, was approached by a tall, dark-haired, buff male avatar who started pole dancing in front of her. So she said she found it very funny, so she started flirting with him. Their relationship developed on for a while and uh, then she left her real husband and then moved in with this guy. God... That would be very weird if your husband or wife came home and said that to you. It, it all it all seems a bit intense, right? She left her husband, this girl Kelly, left her husband for this guy whose name was Nick Von Aston. Uh, she left them after only 10 days of dating in Second Life. 10 days? Now, is that not a bit like... I'd kind of be glad to be rid of her if that's the way the wife was then. I'd be like, right, okay, you're, you're just not... You're there. not all there in the head. Yeah. I mean, this has happened. People have gotten married after a week or two weeks or three mm. weeks and happened to stay together. I mean, I find that bizarre. You probably do as well, but yeah. maybe she just found the right one. But she was new. After, so she left her real-life husband and then continued dating this guy via Second Life. And then um, a couple of years ago, the two of them got married in Second Life. So they had a virtual ceremony that was attended by tons of people from all over the world. So they kind of did this before. This would be like a normal wedding now. We're all in lockdown. Everyone has to dial in remotely. <laughs> yeah. So they had that. Um, and then they moved into... Uh, <laughs> they moved into a virtual house in Second Life and started like living their lives remotely through these avatars. And then um, in December 2017, she flew out to the US to spend a week with the guy in real life. 
I'd say that was the weirdest part ever. Imagine, like, they hadn't... They, okay, the wedding They'd was probably not official, before. but it was like a virtual a virtual wedding in Second Life. She had left her husband. They had moved in digitally, and then she finally flew over to see him. Would you not be terrified that... It's like that love is blind thing, if you haven't seen it, where you get on with someone on, on one level, their conversation is good, their chat's good, that's all fine, and then you meet them and you realise, oh, you're yeah. actually quite ugly. And you've kind of married them before that, so... Yeah. <laughs> You're kind of stuck with them for the uh, time. Yeah. You're like, oh, but apparently, well, apparently see, they're very happy together now. Well, the fact they met up is weird, but I thought maybe the fact that she cheated on her husband with a virtual, well, he's not virtual, but he's online, mm. that maybe she just wanted to live on her own and, you know, keep a relationship at a distance. Yeah, But I obviously not when they're... Yeah, they took it to the next level and they met up and now they're happily married. I'd, I would literally wave her goodbye and pack her bags for her. I'd be like, brilliant, bye. Yeah, I think did you dodge a bullet there? So they're now married in real life. They're living together in real life, and uh, they apparently have never been, never been happier. Hmm. There's hope for us all. There is hope for us all. So listen, if Tinder isn't working out at the moment and you're just finding more and more creeps because you're at home and everyone's at home just swiping left, right and centre or maybe it's Bumble or Plenty of Fish or whatever, give Second Life a try and who knows? <laughs> you don't know what you're going to come across. Never know. You might leave your husband, you know, and uh, Suzanne, if, if you're not careful, your fellow might be leaving you right now for a virtual person to play like virtual oh, FIFA yeah. online somewhere. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, Where do you go from there? Oh, I have no idea. Absolutely no idea. But there you go. Listen, if you come across anything weird, wonderful, strange, unique that we might have missed and you want to shout out, let us know at underscore room 104 on Instagram and Twitter. I'll be sure to include it next. Um, on the way next, we're going to be talking to a woman who has got one of the largest sets of hips in the world. Now, it, it's... It's fascinating, it's very, very interesting, but she's been approached by various different people. As in, Saoirse has mentioned before, anytime she puts up a picture that people are all, you know, asking you to do weird things and asking you to do different things with your feet and fetishes, can you imagine the type of weird messages that the woman with the largest hips in the world gets sent and gets asked to do? Apparently she's been approached by adult companies uh, and models and people to do weird things to them involving their face. She will be on the way next here on f 